You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. So, finances are very important. And the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age. And that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Tuesday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Well, so we had a friend who came and did my podcast, and she was like, hey, you know, I'm raising money because she is battling cancer, and it was just a really great podcast. And Amy, I know you went over to her page as well, and you donated on the page. Yes. Yeah, so I noticed that you could see what everybody had donated, and I already had a number in mind oh, before you could? I you went could there. S- mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see I everybody. I did not know that. Yeah. I know. Because I had a number in mind, and I was like, well, this is interesting. So I started scrolling down and see if I Why would you go look at everybody? Why not? Why not? <laughs> are you yeah. the person that zooms in on a house? No. When someone posts inside their house, and you're like zooming yeah, in, seeing what's... That. No. Okay. It was so easy and simple to just scroll down and see what's up. And I see Bobby's name, and then I see the number, and I'm like, dang. Okay. So then I was like, well, I'm going to now 
up my donation because I feel like Bobby set the bar high, which was very generous of you and awesome. And I want to be supportive and there's no reason why I shouldn't donate that amount. So now we're, now we're the same. Well, two things. <laughs> I wasn't setting a bar. But then I was like, should we be the same? Because Bobby makes way more than me. So I don't know. And again, we just donate based on what we have. I don't have two kids. That is very true. So, and... I mean, and I know that we're both involved in other things, but like she's a special person and Mm -hmm. I want to support this is a big deal for her. So it will be happening. Well, you, I was telling, I'm just letting you know that you've encouraged me and that will be happening. And your name is right there with the dollar. But here's the thing. I didn't go, I didn't even write Bobby Bones. It's my real, I think it's my real name because it was whatever was on the. Yeah. So, you know, I know your real name, right? No, I know that, but I didn't. (laughs) My, yes. (laughs) I do know that. Oh yeah. But my point is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I. Didn't put it so people be like Bobby Bones because it's my real last name up there. I don't think anybody did. I think it's just the way you enter the information. It must have everybody logged in because I don't even remember seeing like anonymous or no name or anything. I didn't even know you could see all this. And now I'm looking and I definitely, if I would have looked, I would have given more because yes, there are other. Well, I'm not saying that, but I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I feel like I should really do it. And you did. And But it's like. Well, now I got to go back and do more because I'm looking at the list. <laughs> hey, but this that? time you're like, Bobby, bones. No, yes. <laughs> I use an emoji, yeah. a bone emoji and everything. Yeah. Um, okay. So, well, first of all, don't compare your. No, don't give me a thumbs up. Good That's job. not good. No. <laughs> don't compare yourself to others when doing nice things. Right. Don't. But then when your your name's going to be listed too. <laughs> be, be conscious we're friends, of that. Like, okay. I'm like, okay, I, I got to. Got to be supportive. Now I feel awkward. Don't feel awkward. Also, because I'm not. There's other people <laughs> on here. Um, okay, well we're good. Let's let's get going. Tuesday show. We got a couple things that's happening today. Uh, we got a mailbag about a guy who lied about getting a vasectomy. We have Tyler Hubbard from Florida Georgia Line who I interviewed. This interview is not up yet. It will be up Friday, but I'm going to play you a clip where he's talking about him and BK from FGL. And I just ask him, you know, do you guys hate each other? Oh, um, wow. The rumor was they disagreed politically, and that is what. And I just had, I asked him, I think people wanted to know, I'm going to play that for you coming up from that interview. We'll get into that. And today, the two truths and a lie. Oh, big one. <laughs> yeah. Big one. Yeah. Somebody's got a chance to win 5,000 bucks uh. and possibly more money because my show Snake in the Grass, which by the way is on NBC tonight, but the real premiere is on USA on August 1st. But tonight after AGT is like the sample episode. So I hope people watch it tonight. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I wanted to confess something. After listening to Scuba Steve not wanting to get a vasectomy, even though his wife wants him to. I'm in my late 30s. I have four kids and my wife has been asking me to get a vasectomy for about a year. I didn't want to get it done. The entire thing just freaked me out. And I thought maybe someday we decide to have another kid. We have four girls. I was holding out for a boy, even though my wife says we're done. Earlier this year, she was persistent in me getting one. I finally caved. But here's the thing. I never got it. Oh, my gosh. I lied and said I did. What? I made an appointment, then canceled it at the last minute, then just read about the procedure online and faked all the details. My wife still has no idea. He faked the whole recovery? Like, this is crazy. That's the fun part to fake, though. You just hang <laughs> I out. I mean, crazy town. But now I'm feeling like I should come clean. Months have passed. What would be your advice on telling her I lied and handling the fallout? Yeah, good luck. Signed, Anonymous and Augusta. So my advice to you is, first of all, you can just say, hey, I didn't get it done and deal with that. And maybe you never want to get it done and okay. 
that's fine. But you can also do the real honest thing and go, I didn't get it done, but I think I should get it done. I'm very sorry. Or you could do the semi-honest thing. Oh, man. <laughs> go and get it done and just play the part of someone who got it done again because it wasn't done right the first time. How do you feel about that? No, 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 no. Your no. whole thing stresses me out. I don't man. even think you can call that semi-honest. It's semi because you're going <laughs> no. to get it done like you were told to begin with. <laughs> it's not semi-honest. You're faking a pain that's not there. Hey, it is what it is. You got it done. That's what she wanted. Um, that uh, The best option is to just go, hey, I didn't get it done. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm just telling you. But no, because the listeners are going to yell at me, so let me just say the part. Oh, like, okay. No, the, the after-school special part. You're sorry, and you'll do better next time. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but I'd do that third option. All right. Well, Lunchbox, what's up? This is easy. You say you got to travel for work, make an out-of-town appointment, so you're in a hotel, you get it done, boom. But stay- she can prove you're not traveling for work. You got to be smarter about your semi-truths. Why are y'all making this yeah, so guys, much more gonna, complicated? They're going to catch you. Oh. You're going to yes. get caught in another line. It's going to be worse. It, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I said what I said. Dude, I would be the worst. I'd be like, well, uh, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I got to go Scuba Steve, any, any talk in your household about your vasectomy? Um, it hasn't come up since we talked about it on the show, but I do like this guy's move of just not doing it and playing it off. But now he's got himself in trouble, and the only way to get does. himself out of trouble is to be semi-honest. We all learned that back in school. Yes. He's not in trouble, though. He will be. Until she gets yeah, pregnant. He will be, for sure. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you, uh, Anonymous and Augusta. Something's got to change. <laughs> You're not going to be able to keep living this story, so figure out what you need to do. If it's an admission, if it's uh, an admission and a do, or if it's just a do with no admission, those are your options. Uh, let us know how it goes. <laughs> Good luck. That's yeah. your mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I do a podcast from my house called The Bobby Cast, and Tyler Hubbard from FGL was in, and it doesn't come out till Friday, but I asked him if they don't like each other. You did? I had to. If I didn't, I think our listeners will be like, yo, bro, like you're the one that's got to ask these questions because nobody else will. And I said, hey, so the rumor is you guys don't get along because you're politically different, and that's what made you guys fight. Wow, you went for it. I honestly felt like I had to do it for the integrity of... I don't know. There's not a lot of integrity here, but I just feel like the listeners will be like, you you have to ask. Somebody has to ask. So I asked him. I said, was it political division that caused you guys to go separate ways and pursue solo careers? And we went way in depth. And I even said, hey, because they're done. They're done. They're done. They're done, done. Done, done. He says this. They're finishing their shows. They have contracts to. I think till September. They have some shows they have to do. Wow. And... I said, okay, well, let's say September comes and I give, offer you a million bucks to play a wedding. Because that was, we just done that bit. Will you do it? And he goes, no. Oh, wow. This so is no crazy. new deals. So they're not doing any shows. He says, maybe we'll check back in in five years or 10 years and see. But nope, not doing it. So it's all up there. On the, We did an hour. And we talked about all kinds of stuff. But I just had to ask the question because that's what everybody wants to know. So uh, I'm going to play you some of this. I'm going to play you the part about the political division. I'm going to play you about... Uh, BK is the one that said, hey, we should, maybe we should break up and do, go solo. Not Tyler. According to Tyler. <laughs> According to this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. I'm going to play you some of this, but it comes out on Friday. That's all. Enjoy this three-minute clip of it, but it, there's a lot in this. This is Tyler Hubbard, the lead singer, the one that goes, yeah, baby, sure. from FGL. Here you go. go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Tyler Hubbard. All right, Tyler Hubbard is here. 
what does indefinite what's the term you guys use indefinite hiatus what's what was the official With term? yeah because i'm sure you, uh, you sat my, in a room my not, official not, my yeah. official thing was we're not breaking up we're just taking a break so yeah for me i mean i told bk you know let's we're gonna give this a hundred percent and we're gonna both build something great and then we can reassess five ten years down the road we can five reassess. ten years but i'm not talking yeah but for me this is the thing that i'm going to be doing for uh for a while you get a million bucks to play a wedding together. Uh, probably not. Probably not right now. You guys get along right now? Yeah, completely. I mean, yeah, we don't hang out on the weekends. BK is my bro, and I love him, and we've you know created a lot of life together. And uh, when we get back together and play shows, it's it's a good time for sure. A lot of people, and you probably heard it yourself, say those guys do not like each other. That's why they split up, or it was yeah. or it was political, right? You know, I'm sure you've heard that too. And if I don't ask this, people are going to kill me online. No, so ask part, it. Part I'm glad you are. Was it? a political division that caused you guys to go, we can't do this as a unit anymore. I'm so glad you asked because nobody does ask. And the problem is, at the time, we didn't want to talk about what was going on internally, or I should take that back. BK did not want to talk about what was going on. I wanted to talk about the shifts that were happening, the decisions that were being made, the conversations that were being had. I really in America wanted to or the inform- band? Sorry, in the band, within the band. But I also wanted to respect BK's desire not to talk about it. And so it, I didn't feel like it was my place to tell his story with his decision and his, you know, everything that he's the one that initiated this whole solo thing in the first place. So I didn't feel like it was my job to, or my responsibility. And so basically nothing got said. So it created confusion in which everyone started creating their own narrative at that point to have something to try to f- understand why in the world would these guys not be, you know, why would they want to go do their own thing? And so at the time, it was in the middle of the big political, it was actually literally around the same time that the uh, election happened and all that. And so that was kind of, people just said, well, it's political, you know, but ultimately, no, it was never political. Me and BK don't, we definitely don't see eye to eye on every single thing, but we don't have any animosity about it. You know what I mean? We totally agree to disagree on certain things. We talk about it. We've never had any beef over any kind of politics. Did you hear that people were going, you guys are fighting? Oh, I would see it all the time. I still do. Because people say, why are they breaking up? And then someone else will say, oh, it's political. And I'm like, which kind of bothers me. I've just decided like not to let it bother me. But I'm like, because they got to, they got to blame it on something. Other than they can't just say, oh, the guys really just want to have some individuality and do something different. They've been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> like, so, so yeah, I mean, we can blame it on that if we want to. But ultimately, uh, it does bum me out because I'm like, no, that's not the narrative. That's not the story. All right, Tyler, good to see you, buddy. You too, bro. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Henry Levy, he's 100 years old and he's a World War II veteran. And back in 2010, he went to a Yankees game with his son. He saw Yogi Berra throw out the first pitch. And he says, I can do that. (laughs) So him and his son, they build a mound outside their house, and they practice every single day. That's crazy. I mean, he's been doing it since like his late 80s. Yes, yes. And he's old, and so he's in a wheelchair, but they would practice getting him on his legs and throw the pitch. Well, just last week, they called the Long Island Ducks, which is a minor league baseball team in Long Island, and they said, my dad wants to throw the first pitch. Can we do it? And they said, come on down. So they rolled him in there. He was he was a little closer than the mound, but he got there, wound up, threw the first pitch, and made it to home plate. That's awesome. You know, you could have stopped the story at, he's 100 years old. They'd have been like, that's a good one. He made it. <laughs> <laughs> but then he just kept, the Yankees should now step up. And go, I agree. Ding, ding, ding. I agree. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome story. He's a, He just lived to 100. I'm, I'm looking at him here. 
He moves pretty good for pretty 100, good. but if you move it all at 100, that's pretty good. Yes, yeah. and dude, his arm, like the whole rotation of the pitch looks really good. You can tell the guy's been practicing. That's pretty cool. Good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I revealed last week that we've been working on getting Lunchbox an acting opportunity. Man, I, I listen, you kind of glazed over it because you kind of said, oh, yeah, and then I never heard anything no. about it, and I'm like, there well, are, no, more. I didn't, I didn't glaze over it. I just said, I think I can get you an audition. That's what I'm talking about. For a big role. Big role. So there's no guarantee that Lunchbox will get the role, but I'm 99% positive you're going to get an audition. Unless you do something to take you out of the running. Nah. (laughs) Not me. That's possible. I can't say much about the role besides what I've already said, that Lunchbox will go west west to a major city. They just legally won't let me say more than that right now. That's fine. Hey, just, I mean, shoot me an email with the deets and I'll be no, there. No, no, no deets yet. Scuba, when can we reveal more to him, period? Come on. I'm hoping we can, by the end of the week, we can tell him this by week? Friday at least. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, let's go. My life is changing. I told you guys. <laughs> I didn't know it'd be so soon. You got to believe in yourself. Has been paying for Zoom acting classes. Correct. So we're going to do a little acting here. And Eddie, Amy... Morgan, you guys will tell Lunchbox how good he did as an actor. Okay. Now, so this is a scene from The Dark Knight. It's the interrogation scene. So they're in the little room, and Batman's, like, standing, and the Joker's down, and they're inter- interrogating him. Everybody remember that scene? Mm. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, really. <laughs> I think so. Okay, so Batman jams the chair under the doorknob so nobody can get in or out. He picks up the Joker and hurls him into the two-way glass. Ooh. The Joker, bleeding from the nose and mouth, laughs <laughs> at Batman. Look at you go. Does Harvey know about you and his? Where are they? Killing is making a choice. Where are they? You choose one life over other. Your friend, the district attorney, or his blushing bride-to-be. You have nothing, nothing to threaten me. Nothing to do with all of your strength. <laughs> He's at 250. No, no, you missed a line. Oh, my God. <laughs> It I says spits a tooth and you go, but don't worry. Oh, I'm I saw Joker continue down there. <laughs> okay, so that was a spit? <laughs> I, was that was a t- okay, okay, I didn't know what But happened. don't worry. I'm going to tell you where they are, both of them. And that's the point. You'll have to choose. He's at 250, 52nd Boulevard. And she, she's on Avenue X at Cicero. Scene. Okay. okay. Boom. How do you feel about it? Man. Nailed it. But how can you nail it when you missed the line? Well, he did read over beforehand, too. So this isn't just a rip and read. (laughs) He has no response to that. (laughs) No, I I saw Joker continued. I missed that. Okay, okay, okay. Eddie, any critique? I mean, I would say most improved. I mean, that's look, it wasn't perfect by any means. But he did pretty good. At some points, he would sound like Shaggy a little bit. He switched, yeah. He did come in and out a little bit. You know, so that was kind of weird. But overall, hey, dude, I'd say like a B. Yeah, let's go, Hollywood! Morgan? (laughs) Yeah, I would say your inflection has definitely gotten better. You changed a little bit. You weren't super monotone. So definitely better. Though I feel like we got like a Joker version of a Kiss band member. I'm not really sure what was happening with your actual voice you used. What's a Kiss band member? No idea, but I like it. <laughs> I I liked the energy for sure, but I'm with them. Like the voice was not consistent. True. Let's do one more. Mike, hand him this one. Oh yeah. Oh, another Let's one. Go. Yeah, because I feel like even though he did have time to read it over, now he's loose. Yeah. 
Let's go. Who's this one? Hey, throw some ad libs in there too. Like the tooth, I had no idea what he was spitting out. So, Lunchbox, as you look over it, I'll give uh, the audience what we're going to read here. It's a scene from Breaking Bad. Okay. From C- No, you just read over it. I'll Who give- am I? You're going to be Walt. Walter White. Okay. From season four, episode six, when Skyler suspects that Walt isn't telling her the truth, Skyler adopts a cold and business like approach toward him. Meanwhile, as Gus draws him closer, Jesse proves his worth to Mike and Gus's enterprise. So you're going to be Walt. Yeah. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah, let me, let me, uh, all right. Walt, I've said it before. If you're in danger, we go to the police. Oh, no. I don't want to hear about the police. I don't say that lightly. I know what it could do to this family, but if it's the only real choice that we have, it's either that or you getting shot when you open the front door. I don't want to hear about the police. You're not some hardened criminal, Walt. You ran over your head. That's what we tell them, because that's the truth. No, it's not the truth. Of course it's the truth. A school teacher, cancer, desperate for money. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> Why is he yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> Roped into working for... Unable to even quit? You told me that yourself, Walt. Jesus, what what was I thinking? Walt, please let both of us stop trying to justify this whole thing and just admit you're in danger. Who are you talking to right now? Who is this that you think you see? Do you know how much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes up, goes belly up, disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know what you're talking to. So let me clue you in. I'm not in danger, Skylar. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No, I am the one who knocks. All right, scene. Oh. <sighs> I felt that. Let's be a little quicker on this one. Did you? Um, Eddie? I didn't feel that. No? No, I didn't feel that at all, Guns. I felt he was yelling at me, and it wasn't a yelling place. And it was, yeah, it just, was. yelling he, just to yell. No, he's yelling because he's like, you're not listening you're to me. You're passionate, yeah. She, he is frustrated, like, yeah. Skylar, like, you're not getting it. It's not hey, getting okay, through. We're, we're going to the judges here, Eddie. Your thick skull. Yeah, man, not no. good. I would say D. Oh, Morgan? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't feel the anger out of that one. I just felt like a dad yelling at a kid. Mm-hmm. Amy? I wasn't that bad, guys. I give it a B. Okay. Minus? Um, I don't understand. That that scene is he is mad at Skylar because but, she's but not getting the point. Sometimes she can be mad by not yelling. Right. You had like I don't know. You just yelled like the yell. There's exclamation points yell. at the end of the sentences. What do you want me to do? And then I think you messed up some words <laughs> he in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There were definitely some words. I got a question. When there's uh, yeah. exclamation points, is it supposed to be yell? Oh yeah. yeah it's yell. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But you can also be like Skylar. I don't know. You can do that. Like they're in a house or in a room yes. talking. Like he, you're acting like he's at a really loud place at the park, trying the to club. yell at her. He's at the club. <laughs> Skylar! Okay, well, listen. You're getting loose, you know? You yeah. get in there. You got you got some work to do. Maybe maybe Walt's not my character. Maybe I'm more of a joker. You did do better with you that. You kind of need to be all characters, though. Yeah, you don't know what your role is going to be. You're right, but, I mean, I wouldn't have got cast for Walt. Joker, I would have got a cast. You would have got a cast. Okay. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. We'll let you know possibly at the end of the week. Man. I can't wait. I cannot believe my life is changing like this. This is such a big deal. Get to practicing, bud. Yeah. I gotta call a realtor. Practice. Get with your wife. No, no. Don't call a realtor. (laughs) Don't call a realtor. (laughs) So Muhammad Ali won the Rumble and the Jungle Belt, and they made documentaries and movies about it. 
but it just sold for $6.1 million Ooh. and it sold to the Colts owner who buys all this stuff for a museum, Jim Arce. Yeah. $6.1 million for this belt. That's really, really expensive. So if, let's say, God forbid, we disappeared from Earth today for whatever reason. Oh, man. And they had to auction off one of our personal items after we died. What would go for the most money in an auction? Muhammad Ali, his belt, $6.1 million. Lunchbox, what's you? Easy, my prom king hat. It's the crown. Your, your crown? Yeah, my crown from Prom King, 1999, Anderson High School, Austin, Texas. And the Prom King is, and they announced me, and I, woo! And I still have it in my house. I still wear it. I still put it on and feel it. I'll watch TV every once in a while. Just You'll sit. put the crown on at home by yourself? Yeah. Just to let you know that I still have it and be like, man. Or I'll look in the mirror and be like, you still look like that kid 17 years old when you were in high school. Like, this is you. Congratulations. Not a lot of people get to wear this crown, and you're one of the few special ones. Do you feel like you peaked then? <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty big deal there. I mean, that's big, big. Was that peak lunchbox, though? I don't know. 21-22 was pretty good. I was pretty amazing. So you're not peak now? No, no, I'm not peak now. No, I'm on the way down. But <laughs> I'm still. Sounds like for a long time, though. Yeah. yeah. It's been a slow gradual. I mean. <laughs> You can't be peak when you have kids and you're married. You're not peak anymore. You don't think so? No, 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 no. So Lunchbox <laughs> would put up his prom king crown. Yeah, from Anderson High School, All right, Eddie, You die. What personal item of yours gets auctioned off for the most? It doesn't have to be millions. It could be 20 bucks, but what's the most? I've thought about this okay. because I was about to give these away. But I said, no, no, no. You got to save these because these could be valuable someday. When I did my walk from West Virginia down to Tennessee, I, wear the, I wore these shoes and they have written on there, West Virginia on one shoe, Tennessee on the other. And I walked, dude, in those shoes. And I thought, like, one day I could probably sell these for a lot, a lot of money. And you made a lot of money for a charity. Do you remember how much? Mm, close to, what, 400000 How much? Close to 400000 You can say it. Why it was on the air. I, I don't know if it's right. Oh, you don't want to say too much. I think I was going to say more than 350000 I don't remember. So Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. But Eddie walked from West Virginia to Tennessee and raised almost $400,000 for a charity. I think that's a pretty cool thing. Right? Yeah, yeah to auction off. I'd like to buy them, put them in a museum in my house. Seriously? No, 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 no. You think those shoes, those shoes would get nothing? Well, maybe that's the most nothing he has. I, mean, I can't believe he doesn't have anything else. No, that's, uh, to me, that's Of his very... own stuff Boy. that he earned. Okay. Why are you being a hater? He didn't hate on yours. <laughs> like, that's well, I mean, special. It's, it's pretty weak. He okay. raised four hundred thousand dollars. No, no, that that was cool. But, but with those, but those shoes, I mean, no one. I bet those shoes go more than the prom king crown. In, or whatever. in three years, no one even know those shoes. Would be like, what? I don't remember Eddie doing that. Prom it, king is never forgotten. You go back to anybody. You go back to anybody from the class of ninety nine, Anderson High School. They know who won prom king. Okay. Okay, Amy, uh, what would it be from you? I uh, would probably be a painting I did of John Mayer. You had it. But you don't have it, though, do you? Oh, yes, I do. You didn't, I guess, want it anymore. I gave it back to you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. I painted it of John Mayer for you, but then John Mayer came in the studio, and I brought it up here, and he signed it. So now I have a portrait of John Mayer that I painted signed by John. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. That's the Mayer signature, though. Yeah. I mean... Does I that can't count? believe you guys don't have better personal items. Yours oh, doesn't rule, dude. I didn't win. Yours is a for, no. Uh, I'm actually, sorry. Mine is king of the yeah, world. Amy, don't act like his is so Th- awesome. There are ten thousand of those every year at every school. Boom. Okay. There's well, only one pair of shoes that walked from West Virginia to Tennessee and made four hundred thousand dollars for a charity. Got him. Okay. No, not okay. That's yes. <laughs> I'm ready to hear yours. Wait, are you doing one? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Well, I'm I mean, doing the mirror ball. Yeah, for well, sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Why don't I want to dance with the stars? 
And I got a few things that I think are pretty cool, but the mirror ball, that's a trophy. That's a, you know, for 15 years in America, that was a pretty big show. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about something winning, that wins. Yeah, well, I don't, who cares? Um, We're the prom king. (laughs) What do you think we go for more? Prom king. You're prom king or? (laughs) 100%. The mirror ball that I won by winning Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Prom king. Why? There's only ever been like 30 winners of that show ever. Right. And it's a national show. (laughs) I mean, there's prom kings all over the country. There are 30 in this county, probably, prom kings this year. Yeah. Everybody strives to be prom king when they're growing up. When they're in school, they're like, man, I hope when I'm a senior and we have prom, I'm named prom king. Not a lot of people think, oh, I want to be on Dancing with the Stars. So rank them worst to best. What would go for the least to most? Uh, Eddie's is worst. Oh, wow. For sure. Amy's next worst, then yours, then mine. And that one wins? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, cool. It's just truth. Ray, do you have anything? Yeah, it's uh, it's a couch that used to be at Gar's house, but he gave it to us as kind of a hand-me-down. Wow. So we could fetch a couple G's for that. <laughs> Do you have a picture of Garth Brooks sitting on the couch that you can prove its authenticity, though? I bet. I You'd bet. have to have that, because if so, that's pretty good. <laughs> and it reclines out, and it's a bed, too. And they got so. a Garth Brooks hand-me-down nice. couch. That's Amazing. Awesome. That wins. Yeah, that's pretty good, dude. All right, well, we'll put them all up and see see who gets the most. Are we going to sell them? No, I'm not selling my <laughs> No, 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 no. Hey, tonight on NBC, After America's Got Talent, uh, we're doing a premiere episode, like a preview episode of Snake in the Grass. It's not the official premiere because that's August 1st on USA. But tonight on NBC, I think at 9 Central, 10, 9 Central is when this episode airs. I hope you watch it tonight. It's not the official premiere, but I'm very excited about it. And thank you for checking it out if you do. This is Maria from Connecticut. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. I just have two things to say. I love your show. I love you guys. But... Lunchbox, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. So, therefore, you have no business being on the air because you ain't got nothing to say. Wow. Love you guys, not you, Lunchbox. <laughs> oh, Would wow. you like to say something nice, Lunchbox? This yeah. Is your I, shot. This, to prove her wrong. Not to be a smart aleck, but to prove her wrong. Say something nice to somebody here. Um, Pick me. Uh, Bobby, I'll, I'll accept it. Say something genuinely nice. Bobby, you are very talented. That is nice. That's nice. Wow. Yeah, I always get offended if people tell me I'm talented, though. Why? Bobby, okay, Bobby, you work very hard. Thank you. But, That's it right okay. there. But do you understand that she is such a contradictory statement? Go ahead. She calls in and says, if you don't have anything nice, don't say anything at all. And then she calls in and says, I love you guys. Not you, Lunchbox. I hate you. <laughs> well, you she suck. didn't say anything bad about you. But she said she didn't love you. But that's what I'm saying. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. You suck at your job. And she did not say she hated you. You uh, just basically added that. heard she said that. not ULB. <laughs> uh, here is Suzanne from Mississippi. I just wanted to tell Raymundo that I was in the drive-thru and listened to the podcast um, and Vacation 2 came on. And the lady in the drive-thru was like, that is awesome. What is that song? And I told him it's Vacation Part 2. Love the show. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Raymundo, play a little Vacation Part 2. Yeah, I got you right here. Vacation Part 2. So I did see you guys were the featured song on the National Countdown. Oh, yeah. How'd you guys swing that? I have no idea. You tell me. <laughs> no, I put it there. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I, I. <laughs> but usually it's like a really professional picture of like the artist whenever they're getting their song featured on this National Countdown. And with Ray, it was like him with his shirt off and his hat back. It's like they weren't even all together. It was just like cutouts and bad editing. <sighs> all right. Here is Layla from Georgia. What did the grape say when he got stepped on? He didn't say anything. He added a little wine. Bye. Love your show. Nice job. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you drop food on the floor while you're eating it, do you pick it back up and eat it? Not unless it's in a package. 
Oh, no. So, like, if you drop a chip on your kitchen floor, you wouldn't pick it up and eat it? Okay, if I drop a chip on my butt, would you pick it up and eat it? <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what it's like that's to me. It's very different. No, it's not. Well, a poll was taken, and the average person eats food off the floor about four times per month. Well, I'm not your average person. No, you're that not. That grosses me out. No way. The places they find acceptable to do this are in their own home, at a really clean restaurant, or a hospital. I hear you. <laughs> Here's the thing. You walk with shoes. Your shoes touch the ground and pick mm. up all of that. Then you walk in your house with shoes, and that touches the ground. So I don't really care how clean it is. It ain't good. But it probably ain't good on, like, your counters either, honestly. But your shoes don't touch your counters. That's the only difference. That's true. And when they go up, oh, it's it's, it's dirtier than a toilet. Toilets are pretty clean. Toilet, because all of that... You're just your butt skin. And so what is your how is your butt skin dirty? It's really not. That's right. The world's out to trick you about what's dirty and what's not. So I guess we could eat the chip. Off, off your the butt. toilet seat. Oh. <laughs> or your yes. Or your butt. Yes. There or there's go. the five second rule, which some people No such thing. Well, so that's what people use to decide whether or not they're gonna eat off the floor. All right, I got a list of the highest paid actors in Hollywood per movie coming out this year. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, $23 million, maybe even more, for a movie called Black Adam. Well, you refer to him as The Rock, so... Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson, I'm kind of <laughs> lost. Right, who else? Brad Pitt, $30 million for a Formula One movie that doesn't have a title yet. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, equal with Brad, $30 million for a movie called Killers of the Flower Moon. Will Smith, $35 million for Emancipation. And then Tom Cruise blows everybody out of the water, $100 million plus... <sighs> For Top Gun Maverick. Well, to be fair, he did not sign a deal for that. He actually said, I'll take the back end. So these other guys right. don't have a chance to catch him yet. So, but yes, that, that's why he made so much money and that movie's just killing. But here's the thing. Yes, we go, oh man, that's so much. If the movie company is making way more than that based on those individuals, they should make that. If a basketball player brings in $200 million of revenue and they make $50 million a year, you know what? They should make that. It's crazy to hear, but they're worth it until they're not. But I can't believe Brad Pitt still makes that kind of money. And he's still good looking. He's still killing it. Yeah, in every way. All right, what else? Well, speaking of money, Trisha Yearwood has a home on the market. And in case you're interested, it's about $4 million, which breaks down to $21,000 per month in mortgage. Why does she? Is that like a secret home? Or she had, <laughs> it's she a had home. stashed away just in case. It's a home she bought in 2000. It's about 6,000 square feet, and it's in a suburb of Nashville. And it's the first place she ever filmed Trisha's Southern Kitchen. So it's got some memories there as well. But this is pre-Garth. Total price. Four million, is that what you said? Oh, just over four million dollars. Just over. Okay, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's out. Well, four, I guess four, we're all on that one then. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. An apartment complex in Boston catches on fire and an off-duty firefighter lives in one of the apartments and he goes outside and he sees a mom hanging out the second story window holding the baby. And she's like, what do I do? He's like... Throw me the baby! Throw me the baby! Uh, can you imagine having to make that decision oh, to throw tough. a baby? Just oh, to take a baby so and chunk it in the air? Mm-hmm. And so the mom whoosh, throws the baby. Mm-hmm. Perfect spiral. It's not a spiral. <laughs> you don't want even want a spiral. spiral. You want a baby not to be tough. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's not a spiral. So dumb. Okay, go ahead. And the off-duty firefighter, <laughs> boom! Clean catch! 
two feet inbounds. Baby's okay. Both feet were inbounds? Wow. It counted. Inbounds. Wow. It's good. And the baby is okay. You even did a field goal. It's good. <laughs> no. He's like putting all the th- I was saying touchdown. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because both feet inbounds. Go ahead. The, the guy caught it, and then mom and dad had to jump from the second story window. He oh, catched them? No, he moved out of the way. Right in the numbers. <laughs> hey, so how would you throw a spiral baby? Would it be spinning with you its spin head? It. Yeah, you spinning spin it. with its head forward like a drill? Yeah. Ooh. You have to, but what you try to do is you try to toss it though, like soft. Like you try to no movement. You take it and you just toss it so the baby doesn't move at all. Like that would be easier to catch. Like a knuckleball. Like Let's if I were throwing out. you a water balloon. I don't want to flip it over and end over end. I want to throw it where it doesn't turn at all. Oh yeah, like if you're doing egg toss in the backyard. Yes, yeah, soft and easy. Uh, not end over end. Bones, so you're saying this wasn't a spiral toss? I'm saying if so, the toss and the catch were really next level <laughs> if you spiral that baby. All right, Lunchbox. Yeah, you want to give a shout out to that firefighter? I don't know his name, but you Exactly. Yeah. He didn't want to give his name. <laughs> Crazy. That's a hero hey, right there. Why'd you walk me into that? Why didn't you just say you wanted to be anonymous? <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you're but a But you tricked Bobby for no reason. Yeah, why would you like put... You've made me look foolish and now... I don't, I'm going to go home. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Great story, Lunchbox. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much. You'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber Teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber Teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now, see app for details. Add your team to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 
888-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe available early 2024. 